what's it? What was this? Episode ninety-eight of Bat and Spider. Bat and Spider. Where we watched the movie from nineteen eighty-three called Brainstorm, where friend of the show H and Dune Pod co-host he says love Cliff Robertson. Natalie is gorgeous. Also. This movie was very prescient with showing how tech evolves, the headsets getting smaller and smaller over the course of the movie. Love it. Spoilers. So, spoilers for the back uh, the back half. God, that's stupid. The, the, the movie review segment of the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, that's what people come for. I think some people just skip to that part. I'll tell you what drives numbers, Chuck. Movie yeah. titles in 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 movie titles and podcast names. Oh God! I mean, and the bigger drives the movie, downloads, bigger the movie. Uh, the the more re- you know, if it's a big release that's recent, you stick that sucker in uh, the title. I mean, we should just start doing that, not just ignore it. You know. Oh my so God. Like, Yeah, we're gonna watch. You know, whatever. Butt slammers nineteen, but you know, right. just put uh, the Batman in the title. And God, our numbers. Could you imagine? Because I can tell, I mean, other than the first episode, people always give the first episode a try. But other than that, one of our highest downloaded episodes, Chucks, are you ready for this? Lay it on me. Friday the 13th, obviously, yeah. because yeah. it's one of the big boys. It's a big boy. You and, know? Uh, yeah, and that's a great episode. They're, I'm, I'm really happy they're getting their money's worth on that one. Um, yeah. It does make yeah. me want to go back and re-record the first episode, though. Because God knows how we... Uh, how rough and ready we were. Oh, God. I know I, I, I was would, nervous. I would re-record it. Yeah. Oh, totally. I would re-record it and also never listen to the first episode to oh, know yeah. how bad it was. Maybe we should just take it down. Let's just take it down. Let's just take it down like so many others. Let's take the first five down. You know, we're probably in our groove by then. Maybe. I was in my editing groove by then, probably. Yeah. yeah. First episode, I remember I was just like greenhorn oh, they man. call the uh the young crabbers out Probably there took you like uh five hours crabbers hey do you meet some crabbers out there on whatever uh desolate island you're staying on With uh, the, uh you know the ocean beach triptych paintings behind you the uh the icy the icy waters of the atlantic <laughs> um yeah i mean I'm, I'm here i'm live on location from the beach from a beach house where it's 50 degrees, but at least the view is good. Hey, yeah. You know, that's all you that matters. That. And I, I see a boat. If I'm driving over a bridge and I see a marina with boats, like my blood pressure is already down 10 points. Wow. man! It's yeah. It's so I would just get me close to the water. Get me near some, a boat that I don't have to go on. Cause I'll throw yeah. up, but you just, just want to smell the boat, smell the boats, right? Yeah, exactly. Smell. smell the barnacles and the fish guts. God. My blood pressure is going down right now. <laughs> I did wish you were, I know you're not near it, but it, uh, 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 subject of tonight's episode, brainstorm. Um, they, uh, they're, they hang out at the Wright museum, which I had no idea was like right by the water, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, it's right there. Yeah. Was it, where um, was it? Myrtle beat? No, wait. Oh, Outer Banks. That's where it was, right? I had no idea that that's where uh, where that museum was. 
Yeah. I'll tell you what. I mean, if anything, this movie made me want to go to the Wright Brothers Museum. Oh, cool. Like badly. Yeah. I want to see that. That's that's great to hear. Especially if they let you like fly a like a primitive uh, airplane. You strap oh, yeah. it in there. That would be fun. It's because of the wind. <laughs> you know, Natalie, it's because of the wind. Natalie, you idiot. They were riding the winds. When you go, Conolingus would let you ride the wind. And the airplane was no wider than a modern jet airplane. Oh, my God. Can you? They, If somebody were to hear that impression, they would be like, what is that supposed to be? God. I know. I hope this is not someone's first episode. See uh, once again, yeah. and we, you know the download numbers are going to suffer anyway because it's a, a brain. <laughs> uh, it's a movie called Brainstorm. 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 I, I got to say, I had a blast with this. Uh, damn it, we're not even talking about that yet, Dale. No, uh, <laughs> have you? I, I mean, you you're you're out there maxing, relaxing on a boat uh, in the waters. Mm-hmm. Is, have you been able to watch any movies or anything? Or should we just skip this segment? <laughs> My wife and I have been watching Cobra Kai. Oh. And boy, if this show isn't the stupidest thing. Oh, man. I, it's so stupid, but I mean, it's got but, its hooks in me. Right. It gets it gets its, you know, like, um, like karate moves hook. Karate move hook. Uh-huh. Ha- karate move with your hand that turns into hooks. In, it gets inside you, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's so stupid, but goddamn, if you we can't keep watching this, the thing. I know. I know. We, uh, yeah, we, we, same thing happened to us last year. We mainlined that thing. All, you know, how many seasons are there? Three or four, four now? For four seasons now, and yeah. we're, uh, we're, we're almost at the end of the th- third season. So yeah. we still got, so we still got something to do, but I mean, it's so, it's so dumb, like, it's so soap opery too, like, and it's just like, you want to tear your hair out, but the yes. episodes are so short that it's just right. like, okay, like. That's the formula. Know, and there's cliffhanger after cliffhanger, and you're like, all right, I guess I'm, I guess I'm on board for this, and I like, I like Johnny so much, I'm going to stick it out mm-hmm. and <laughs> suffer through uh, Daniel's yeah. pouting. Oh my, like, yeah, you, you're right, I mean. <laughs> It's like the 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 emotional pendulum that every yeah. episode is on, like, um, <laughs> and every every plot line is driven by like miscommunication and misunderstanding. Oh my god! So, yeah. you know, like Dan Daniel walks out and he sees something, and before anybody speaks, he's like, you know, that's that I oh I know I couldn't trust you. This is the this is what I'm saying. I I know I couldn't trust you, and you've always been a screw up, and you and it's like nobody said anything. <laughs> About any why now why are you going to let this like drive the next five episodes of the season? Oh man, I know, I know. But you can't help yourself. Like I can't help but keep watching it. I know. Stupid show. And when they bring people back from the old movies, that like you're like, holy shit! It's just I know. Like, it's it's chum in the water, man. And Lord. I mean, bringing I, I like. It, there is literally no reason Allie is back. Allie came back for the last episode of the season oh, for the Christmas episode. Yeah. And boy, uh, you know, that's, uh, so that's Elizabeth Shue. And yeah. she's like flirting with both these characters. I don't look, 
Maybe I'm, I'm glad we get to see Johnny's side of things from this show, but I'm telling you right now, he was not a nice person in any. No, he wasn't. There was, there was nothing redeemable about him in yeah. the movies. Yeah. And same with now, like, you know, Ralph Macchio's acting has been stalled in, in the parking lot since Karate Kid 3. Yeah. The, the man has forgotten how to act. <laughs> And it's, it's being, and I know I'm being mean, and that's not. I love nice, him. But I love him. I love Ralph, but yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's what, where he's operating from. It's it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it's he's got that car still that Mr. Miyagi gave him. He kept that in real yeah, life. I know. Which is. Did he really? Amazing. Yeah, he did. It's very. Is sweet. that his car? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I don't know. That's you know, beautiful. I don't know if he. It's the same one. I imagine it's the same one they used be. for Cobra Kai. But, but yeah, he kept that car from the original movie. I mean, and how about the sets? Like Miyagi, Miyagi-Do's dojo? Oh, how did they? I mean, it's Hollywood magic. It's movie magic. They can it is. Build it, it is. But it's, it's it just takes you right back there. I couldn't believe it. It really does. Man. So that's what that's what we've been doing. When I'm not when I'm not recording the show, when I'm not editing the show, <laughs> I'm watching Cobra Kai with my wife. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing, Dale. That's great. Yeah. Right. Um I started I I I I I've been listening to a lot of punk rock. I've been watching some punk rock documentaries. Yeah. Um, which sort of led me back to the probably the pinnacle of punk rock narrative film repo man from 1984 so i rewatched that sucker directed by Al- written direct by alex cox and alex cox is someone that you know i listen to, i there's people i know online who love alex cox and they always talk about how great he is and i never really got past uh repo man really even though he's done a bunch of movies i know he kind of got sort of blackballed and um and stuff and he you know, he's made a lot of low budget things, uh, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I started, I skipped Sid and Nancy cause I couldn't find a copy of that. But then I watched last night, I watched straight to hell, which was, um, Alex Cox's sort of, you might be really into this cause it's a, uh, and our read our listeners too. It's, it's sort of his, um, love letter slash parody of the spaghetti Western. And it stars, um, two people from two actors from Repo Man. I can't remember the names, but you'll recognize them. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like a, it's about a, a gang of four bank robbers who rob a bank in Mexico and then end up in this, um, you know, small one horse town. This is, and it's present day. So there's no like horses. It's like, like people in cars and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just this weird messed up town being run by another gang of, crazy outlaws who are addicted to, to drinking coffee that's all they they, they don't drink booze they just drink coffee and <laughs> love it they love it um and you know just like mountains of people getting shot and killed just everywhere yeah. and and it's got all the classic like western town dynamics like the shop owner with the beautiful wife and joe it's fucking oh the other two outlaws in the in the gang are joe strummer from the clash and courtney love wow courtney love and it's 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 why and like all of the pogues are in this movie in the cast um elvis costello's in it (laughs) what the hell playing a character named hives and he barely has any lines and (laughs) it's like the amount of people in this movie is crazy 
Um, the ageless Elvis Costello. I mean, he's ageless. Yeah, he like, looks exactly like he does now in this movie. From it's amazing, and he still looks and then he's probably forty back then at yeah. nineteen eighty seven. He's it's a little 40. thicker now, but he's like yeah, he looks, he's basically the same. Um, but yeah, Straight to Hell is I I it was fun. It's it's uh I can see some people being annoyed by this movie, but it's if you're yeah. in the mood for something sort of really irreverent and but also you know, making fun of the Western, but also just loving it and living there. And like this had, I got to say, this movie had some of the best squib work. Is that, is that a term squib work? I would, I would certainly think so. There are some shots, like people getting shot in the face and like on their bodies and the blood spray, like, and it's like one shot, you know, you see them shoot the fake blank and then their face explodes. It's incredible. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's really fun. It's sort of a punk rock uh, western, and uh, I I'm kind of mad I haven't seen before. Um, I'm watch listing it, and now it's on my good old Kino Lorber. Of course, has it. In print, oh so, god damn! You know that's in my shopping cart. Yeah, Kino Lorbed. Can't live without him. I got Kino Lorbed. Yeah, right in the. Right Cannot the live without him. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. Kino, I have that one for free. Kino lobbed. Um, but yeah, let's get into brainstorm, Dale. Let's brainstorm. in the early 80s and it's about a group of sort of technology researchers scientists developers and they've developed this technology um, with the help of government money and this whatever big science corporation they work for to develop a headset that enables you it's basically like the ultimate movie that's the best way i could describe it 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 can capture on this amazing looking uh, film, <laughs> actual I film knew, strip. I knew it you captured. would fail me and not bring that up. <laughs> it captures like sight, sound, smell, even like the respiratory, everything, everything about the human uh, existence, all the senses, all the feelings, everything. And you stick on this little headset and you can live uh, or you can experience whatever is on that strip or you can be hooked up to someone else and get a direct feed of what someone else is experiencing. Um, and the, and it's about the, uh, on top of this, there's a broken relationship between the developer and his wife and how this new technologies affects that in an interesting way. And it's mm. also about the politics of, I don't know, like big tech, I guess, you know, and government's hand. And obviously this project's going to be, 
used for military application and taken away right. from the people who created it and turned into something they don't want it to be. And, uh, and it ends up in a place that's really kind of beautiful. Um, uh, but at the same time, destructive, I guess, for, uh, the monster that they created. Cool. Um, and that's brainstorm that I went way too long on that. I, no. I, I you, you can tell I didn't write anything down. I didn't right. plan that. Um, so it was too long. Um, but yeah, D uh, Dale, tell me, uh, did you have anything, any knowledge of this going in? Dude, I had zero knowledge of this movie going in. I, I didn't know anything about this movie and I didn't, I mean, off, to, off topic slightly, but I honestly, um, I didn't know, I didn't know, um, you know, some, some ugly behind the scenes is Natalie Wood. Yeah, um, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> yeah, Natalie Wood was a, a famous actress a lot in her childhood, and she was in Mir Miracle on 34th Street, right, mm -hmm. uh, Chuck? And West Side Story, I believe. West Side That's Story, and, and you know, this was going to be her big comeback movie, and in between filming this movie, they were on a break, and she was, she died out to sea, and during this time, Robert Wagner was a, a person of suspect- yeah, her um, husband, but not her husband. Her twice, twice. Say yes. Her husband, husband uh, two times, and uh, <laughs> but he wasn't a person person of interest until like 2018. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so her the majority of her f scenes were already filmed. So they put out this movie, and, and it was uh, just. We should a also say Christopher Walken was also on this boat. She she died of a drowning, basically. Well. I'm oh, doing shit. air quotes. Okay. Because the case has been reopened, I think, in, you know, recently. Damn. Um, but yeah, for a long time, it was sort of like, yeah, she drowned. Uh, yeah. And there's weird things like the, uh, Melissa was digging into this because she's the, the murder expert in the house. And she, uh, yeah. I guess when they reopened the case recently, the, the, was it, what do you call a pilot of a boat, Dale? The, the captain. captain. The captain came captain. out and said that he, Robert Wagner pressured him to not say certain things when the incident happened. And Jesus. now he was saying them like stuff like Robert Wagner. It happened in the middle of the night. I guess they were sleeping out there in the boat and she went missing in the middle of the night. And uh, the captain wanted to alert the authorities, you know, call the Coast Guard and stuff. And apparently Robert, he says, he claims Robert Wagner said, don't do that. And stopped him from alerting <sighs> anybody right then and there. Okay. Which doesn't look, I gotta say, it doesn't look good for old number two, you know? Yeah, doesn't look and, good. Uh, or was he number one? Was he number two in Austin Powers, Robert Wagner? I can't remember. Who does number <laughs> two work for? Um, yeah, and Christopher Walken was on the boat, and I don't think he's a person of suspect. The only, the only weird thing about that is if he saw something, you know, it, it was the middle of the night, yeah. he could have been sleeping. Oh, and there's also stuff about... Robert Wagner supposedly was mad because Natalie was flirting with Christopher Walken on this boat trip. Oh God. Um, so um, it, uh, all signs point to bad manhood. Foul play. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so but that's, that, that, and that caught, that's, that's sort of a really sad thing about this movie. It's her last movie died during production but what I didn't know is it delayed, it basically delayed the movie two years because yeah. the studio just wanted to like collect the insurance money because their, their, one of their stars died. And I guess 
they could have just gotten a pay cut and they just wanted the movie to go away. Right. Um, so poor Doug Trumbull, who seems to like court bad situations in Hollywood, um, <laughs> the director yeah. of this movie, and he's like a mastermind of like tons of uh, special effects. You know, he's responsible for 2001 Space Odyssey, all the effects in that. So he's like kind of wrote the book on a lot yeah. of not modern effects now, but like, you know, our stuff from our childhood, at least. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but he had to fight, he had to fight to get this movie finished. And I, I actually thought I was like all the fashion and stuff in this movie looked too. it didn't look like 83 when this was released in it. So I was like kind of pleased to know it was like shot probably in like 81. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it did look very seventies. Uh, yeah, it did. Um, sorry, that that's a lot of no, information. No, um, it's it's good. It's good back matter. Maybe people don't yeah, know. Yeah, and and it's good to know about Doug Trumbull because he, you know, I picked this movie because he lived nearby, and he passed away about a month ago. And yeah, and he like this movie is so perfect because I mean, and it and it totally hit me like I was so stupid. Like the whole concept of this movie is like it's the ultimate like movie going experience because Trump. Doug Trumbull was like super into that. Like he, he was the first one to do, I think it was this technology he developed called show scan mm-hmm. and which this movie was supposed to be shot in show scan, which is a huge format and also 60 frames per second. So it would have been like, you know, unworldly to watch this probably, you know, people in 80, 82 going into the theater to see this and, uh, it would have been weird. I don't, I don't know. It would, yeah. you know, I know, I know James Cameron in recent years was trying to do that sort of thing and didn't, oh, didn't one of the Hobbit movies come out in like 48 mm-hmm. frames per second? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Uh, uh, so like, I think that, I think Doug Trumbull brought in a lot of, and I gotta say, I mean, he didn't, he's not credited with writing this, but I, he was like married three times. So I can't help but think that plot that part of the movie of, mm. uh, you know, the, the, a marriage in shambles you know like maybe yeah he wanted to introduce that into this and and I, I you know if he was married three times and he's this obsessive tech guy <laughs> developing special effects and you know new camera rigs and stuff like it's you know it's it probably was pretty autobiographical um from what yeah we, what we got in this movie yeah, I can't help but think just knowing what little I knew about Doug Trumbull because I, you know, I couldn't help but, uh, you know, research the guy while I was watching the movie. But it just seems like there's so much coming from his head that's on screen, yeah. even down to, you know, the uh, the film that they <sighs> capture this uh, this 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 sensory the sensory experience on. You know what I mean? And the um, you know, the initial prototype of the helmet that, uh, it's, it's all like, it's all really like believable for how fantastical it is. I think like it, it, right. I think he did a good job, like building enough, like fake laboratories and fake headgear. Um, like I love the detail of the helmet they build. They're like, the chips are running too hot and we have to keep it like 220 degrees below zero or something so it's like you see him when they're wearing it it's like whirring away and you can see the 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 steam from the condensation because it's so cold and Mm. it's uh yeah it's cool sorry no no so there's so much of that and you know i didn't know 
I didn't know anything about this movie. I didn't know, you know, that it was like tribute, you know, there's like a Natalie tribute and I didn't know, you know, it's funny when you watch a movie like this and you just watch, it's an hour and 45 minutes long. Yeah. You never have a concept of like, this movie was put off for two years and not everything was even completed filming. Yeah. Like you never, you never know that when you're watching a movie and it's, it's pretty, I don't know, staggering is the word, pretty astounding, but you just, you, you watch what's on screen for an hour and 45 and you think it's all done, you know, this is movie magic, but you think it's all done linearly and the story they're telling is all, but you know, this was like the sets were locked up and, and put away for two years and nobody could touch them <laughs> because of the investigation that was going on and stuff yeah. like that. And, um, the, the litigation and, and, but I, I, dude, I loved, I loved this movie. I loved everything about this movie. It was, it was like futuristic, but in a way that was like, uh, believable. And you were in the, you were in the corner of the, this, these scientists at the time. Yeah. And, um, like, and I, I had almost forgot that I was even going to talk about it. You brought up the, uh, the way that, you know, so the way that Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood fall back in love with each other. Oh my God. I, I, that the movie is worth watching for that alone. You said it, man, that blew me away. Like I was, that kind of sucker punched me that whole aspect. And I was like getting chills when they were, I mean, we should set it up. So like, Mm -hmm. we explain the technology. You can like record your, your mind, your memories, what you're thinking. And what you felt at the time. Yeah. And another person can put on this rig and experience that. And what happens is it starts out bad is Christopher Walken like records his soon to be ex-wife's, you know, they're like, they're work, we should say they're co-workers. Um, she's, she's not a scientist, but she's more of a, a artistic person, sort of like the opposite of his technology logic mind. Um, but he records some of her thoughts and he, he gets a glimpse of him himself, the way she sees him. In like one of their arguments that she was remembering in that moment, yeah, and it and he and it pissed him off, you know, as it probably would a, um, a tough male, <laughs> yeah, divorce is like fuck, you know, fuck that. That's what you see. That's how you see, you know. But then I forget how exactly exactly happens, but they start um, watching each other's memories and experiences through this mm-hmm. device. And they like, they fall back in love. And it's like, it's a pretty short portion of the movie, but it is super affecting. And I totally bought it. Totally. And from that point on, there's no separation, even when you think there is. Yeah. Like, even when you think Christopher Walken or Michael is his name, he was been affected by what he saw with, um, with the other, his coworkers death. But, uh, when he... Like the scene where he is like genuinely angry with himself for putting his wife through what he put her through because he felt what she felt when it was happening. It was, it like, it knocked me for a loop. I couldn't believe like this. I I don't know. It was just like, it's like in the middle of this like sci-fi story. And it was just the most beautiful thing I had seen. It was really, it was really satisfying too, because they, you know, the movie starts with these, you see these two people like living together, but 
you know, they're doing that thing where it's like separate lives. They're still together. They just sold the house, their dream house that they built together. They have a kid who's uh, Russ from European Vacation. <laughs> yeah, my boy. <laughs> who's like, does nothing but be a brat and swim in that amazing <laughs> pool they have in their house. Oh, God, dude. This Fuck house, me. Dale. I mean, F please me tell alive. me this is a real house somewhere that we can go visit because I need to see it. Everything I've seen from this movie is, was every, I, mean, I picked up on all, so many um, things, but it's all in and around North Carolina somewhere. Is it? Man, like, we got to find this um, house, Dale. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because the office building where they did all their research was, yeah. happened like that, uh, it's called Brutalist Architecture. Yeah. That building. And uh, unfortunately, as of January 2021, it's not there anymore. Like, it's oh. torn down. But that was in Raleigh. Like uh, the Research Triangle Park, that oh, was man. all in and Such around a there. Cool building. I know it was freaking amazing. Everything there was about one, it like, was amazing. The first shot you see at night of it, it's like really processed. I think they just added light. So I was like convinced that they mm -hmm. made up this building that it wasn't real. But then, yeah. there were later shots of it. And I was like, oh no, oh, this is a real place. It looked amazing. And then yeah. you know, they they spend a lot of time in Kill Devil Hills at the Wright Memorial and mm -hmm. in and around there. Like, so I figure that this house has got to be in North Carolina somewhere. This indoor pool, but this like is like I don't know, is like this weird architecture. It's fucking beautiful and it's, it's gorgeous. And there was like a pond too. There's like a lake or a pond there with a dock out front. It was like, oh yeah, this place is everything. And was that yeah. a little? They never went in there. He had like his own uh, mini like telescope building yeah yeah it was that like was an observatory so cool. in there or observatory yeah that's the word <laughs> <laughs> but <I> couldn't <clears throat> believe that but uh yeah I, I just like the just the not even the drama of the military coming in with their own scientists and like piggybacking yeah. on and like spying like basically legally spying or you know above board spying but it doesn't make michael and louise fletcher any happier that it's happening but um and, and the other and, and the other thing that just like got me was louise fletcher was uh, uh incredible, um, incredible like christopher walken's co-worker and they are basically becoming a bit of an item uh, but they had like such a great working relationship together. And I think that's what helped that's at the time, like drove a wedge because Christopher Walken was having such a good relationship with Louise Fletcher, yeah. whether they were going to be together or not. But, um, but Louise Fletcher, you know, it, it's alluded to that she has heart problems. So she has the wherewithal to, to record her death. Oh my God. Which is just a brilliant, it's just a brilliant move. Yeah. Like a yeah. scientist in her, you know what I mean? She's like, I got to get this down, even yeah. if I can't tell anybody about it. And it's like, it's like pretty far into the movie and you're like, I was kind of like, man, where's this going to go? Cause like, yeah, they, they kind of, they already like mend the, the Christopher Walken's relationship with, with uh, Natalie Wood. And it's like, where's this going to go? And then. And that scene, that scene where she has a heart attack, I gotta say, that's one of the best heart attacks I've ever seen. <laughs> it was in good. A movie. It was good. She was so yeah. committed to it. It was, I was like clenching my butthole for like two <laughs> minutes watching her like struggle and like try and call someone for help. And then she's like rolling down on her like her rolly office chair to try to get to the main <laughs> computer rig thing to. And as soon as I realized what she was doing, I was, I was oh, like, yeah, I was like, 
I was my hands were in the air. I was like, yes, thank uh-huh. you, movie. You're gonna record death. What happens when you die? And someone's right. gonna <laughs> gonna watch that back. And what's gonna happen? Like right. the movie Be- because had the, me. The, the data alone, oh. you know what I mean? The data yeah. alone. You can't you can't pay somebody, you can't have a test subject and pay them to, you know, kill them. So it's like this data alone is invaluable. Just the fact this raw data. Yeah. Like it's so it's almost like it's Frankenstein-y. Like it's just like a, it's mm-hmm. it's a science retrieved thing that ha- that's like the scariest thing. That, uh, I think that this line's even in the movie. It's the scariest, most horrible thing that we will all experience. But like after we experience it, we're dead. You know. So it's like yeah, it's like this thing that's unknowable and we can't. You know. But like we have a recording of it. That's yeah. Yeah. That was, I thought that was so cool. And the movie just, oh man, it had its hooks in me for that. I'm telling you, it works. The test, sound, taste, Everything, smell. everything, 100%, in fact, better. Well, what did you taste? Steak, overdone, right? Peanut butter, hot fudge sauce, slight orange flavor, disgusting. Uh, and and what, I, uh, what I thought was so, I think so brilliant, and it was very... Um, I don't know, it was like futuristic or like, it just reminded me of some of the stuff that I would uh, like read in an Arthur C. Clarke book was um, like Christopher Walken. He starts, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to put the headset on and I'm going to experience. And as soon as it happens, like his body starts to seize up because he's experiencing what she experienced. Yeah. But then he could go back in and like, like customize the experience. And he was able to like manipulate the chips. he's like, I'm going to take the respiratory experience out of it. I'm going to take like, (laughs) yeah. Like, so it's like, he could still, he could still feel, feel what was happening and experience through her eyes, what was happening, but not like suffer the side effects. And I thought that was like the coolest detail, the whole movie. And, and while that's, but that, while that's happening, the, the government guys are listening in and they're, they they put what's his name that dork yeah Gordy like the hornball Gordy. they like order him to hook up to what Christopher Walken's doing but they don't it's, they don't get that he's switching the chips because like <laughs> yeah because he might die fucking Gordy bites it um, by experiencing the uh, the death mm-hmm. tape wow uh, Gordy's face as it's happening oh my god oh my dude. god I know and it, it, even that guy walks in the the gum chewer guy lackey he's like he's like i think he uh took off the respiratory uh things you might want to and they're just like shut up how about this dude's how about that guy did you notice his like early 2000s leather bracelet watch that he was wearing oh oh i certainly did i yelled out i was like melissa melissa watch i was like look at that watch yeah (laughs) so it it stuck out like a sore thumb must have been dude was uh, a pioneer must have been in fashion for like six months or something. Yeah. He got, he got in. He got in before clo- yeah. the window closed for 25 years. Uh, this would be a bad spider if I didn't bring up an aspect of this movie that I really appreciated that they put in here is the, of course, any, you know, this is, this is so every, anytime there's a new visual technology, like, mm-hmm. oh, porn will do it first, whatever. But they explore that with this. That's true. Yeah. Where I guess it's Gordy. He sleeps with one of the coworkers while he's wearing the helmet. And uh, he's he's like pushing the tape on his. He's like, hey, buddy, you know, you should watch this. It's wild. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. Oh, my God. That guy who was like, he was sort of like, what was he? He was like the office manager, sort of. Like, he wasn't a scientist, but he was like really close with the team. And yeah, he took it home with one of the, the suitcase units. 
And I think he made a tape loop, Dale, so that thing wouldn't stop playing. I don't know if you noticed it when they, when Christopher Walken goes oh down god. there, it's a tape loop. So he's just like, he hooked himself up. Oh my god, that's what it is. Like I couldn't ha- figure out what he was doing, but he, when he pulled out like the like the the film editing hardware, I yeah. was like, what is this dude doing? Yeah, oh my, and that's why he's like convulsing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how long he's been hooked up to that machine, having uh, you know, mind sex with the the machine, like oh in his bathrobe God. in his house. Like, did his wife discover him like that? What a nightmare! And then you know he's he's like put on permanent disability because yeah. of it. I I didn't quite understand like what was the whole thing because then they had him doing like aerobics tests and he's like I feel like a million bucks I've been changed and I was like wait watching the yeah watching your your coworker get uh, i know, you know right i yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i didn't quite understand that like like what i i kind of felt like they were hint in my head they were hinting that that this technology could be for certain things it's you know it's like it would be like heroin like it's so pleasurable because mm-hmm. it's so lifelike that it it can be very dangerous you know you could easily get addicted to this you know and and uh, sex I, is the first thing you would think of. And the way I inter I, the only reason I, the only, uh, the, what I interpreted that scene to be is like when he's on the treadmill and he's like, oh, yeah. I got some, like, I feel, I feel different than I've ever felt. And then there's yeah. like a nod between the military scientists. Yeah. So I think the only reason it existed was like, oh, we could use this for our soldiers. Like we could use this in military applications. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. even yeah. the, even though it, it, you know, the scene before it was him looping like naughty bits over and over yeah, again. and they're yeah. The military guys are thinking like, oh well, how can we create like the perfect soldier who doesn't feel pain or doesn't right, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, um, experiences death on a five minute tape, and then they're just like desensitized or something. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Uh, yeah. So I love that. I love that the that they brought masturbation and watching porn into this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I was very proud of uh, the filmmakers for that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. They explored all, you know, all realms. After Walken's co-worker dies and, you know, the military really starts leaning in, the rest of the movie turns into like, um, like sneakers, like this, (laughs) this mission to basically they got to destroy their work before the military is able to harness its power because they, they lock out anybody who has any connection to it. And they're going to start ripping it apart and studying it because Walken finds in Walken Walken walks in on you know the scientists like picking apart his notes and his designs so they can re- like really start to get to work on it in earnest. And um, you know he's barred from the building and yeah. and that's when um, that's when the whole dog and pony show of him like what what I loved is you know. Uh, they like get sent away for a few days. Him and his uh, his wife. And they had this big fight in public, but it's all, it turns out to all be a show. Cause I was like, oh, they're just getting back together. You know what I, I mean? I know. But I was so heartbroken. I know. But fighting. I, but I loved that it was, it yeah. was all just a screw job because they, they knew they were being monitored yeah. and, and they're just basically trying to hack back it like 1983, hack Amazing. back into the, to the BBS and, uh, and like destroy their life's work, which, yeah. which is so Too- cool. It was cool. It was like a twofold. It was like, I'm sure there's better words to describe this, but it was like attacks from two different places. So like they were 
like his wife was set up to like i think she was like doing all the uh distraction hacking so she was like making their little yeah. lab go crazy and making the robots destroy the uh little assembly line they had there making the military headsets uh that that was like that was like three stooges level that was weird. oh yeah it, it was, and it was i think beautiful. there was even that like that one robot claw even like laughed at the camera or something when he when he like knocked over that security guard <laughs> that was a little yeah. funny <laughs> yeah 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 that was good and the uh and the what was that the the foam that the water activated foam water activated foam. Just, just so happens of it just yeah happens. there's, there's huge boxes it. of it yeah <laughs> um but yeah while that's happening christopher walken is getting into the database to get the the other thing that he like they want to destroy the work but he also is like Lillian like I need to watch the rest of Lillian's death tape like I have to because he didn't get to finish it and he's like on this like yeah. death journey that's right. like I have to finish the tape like you know yeah and it's like it's questionable like it's like a very it's a very ego driven thing it's like I'm the fuck you know it's ties mm-hmm. in with the Wright brothers is like I'm I'm gonna be the first person to experience this and like yeah to talk about right. it I have to do this that that's the only thing that like falls a little flat is natalie wood's character sort of like she's sort of like she's just sort of falls in line at that point and she's just like she's just helping him blindly and like there's i i feel like there was an opportunity there because she mm-hmm. was um a more sympathetic uh artistic mind for her to like sort of counter this you know his like drive to like have to experience this and i, I was surprised there wasn't more of that maybe there was Mm-hmm. maybe sadly she wasn't around to do that and they, they just had to work with what they had um which but yeah it it, it was an exciting third act right um yeah. yeah and and you you mentioned about it falling flat like i i almost couldn't even grasp the concept of what other than trying to destroy the tape i couldn't understand walk walkins drive to yeah need to experience like i just don't know what i was missing or what i wasn't paying attention to with him saying um but i just couldn't like i couldn't i couldn't experience what he needed to experience yeah it didn't like like it felt like like it almost also felt like he owed lillian something like which which i can kind of understand he's like she she recorded this for a reason she wanted to watch it you know which I think that's what he was zeroed in on, which I kind of get, but yeah. And they had like, such a good working relationship. Uh, okay. Yeah. I see. I like, I like it more now with your interpretation of it. I don't know if, yeah. even if I would go back and watch it again, I don't know if I would be able to still decipher what was happening, yeah, yeah. but, but with you, expl- I, I like it now because you know, your explanation of it helps me. I did like, um, one thing I want to talk about with Villian, with when we were seeing the death tape, I loved how, it was sort of like, um, you know, the old saying of life flashing before your eyes, you know, uh, when you're in a situation where you're going to die because it, the way they, they did the effects, it was like all these floating bubbles, almost like a, a PSP screen. Oh my <laughs> God. It was screen. a PS. Oh my God. It, it was, was a, a PSP, PSP screen. screen. Holy shit. <laughs> and it was all like the, the memories of Lillian's life and Christopher walk it, they, they almost made it seem like he could go in and out of them, which doesn't really make sense with their technology, but that's what yeah. was happening. He was like right. randomly picking memories from her life and like seeing things through her eyes before um, he gets to the uh, end of life part. But, but yeah, I, loved it, it, I, I, I loved all the visualizations. They yeah. did. I mean, it's Doug Trumbull. So you can tell he had a 
fucking blast. Even that that flight simulator thing, like I wanted to play in that thing so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the amazing yeah. like Tron graphics. I loved um I loved all the the imagery, all of the interpretation of what we had to see and yeah, it was it was beautiful. It yeah. it was a really beautiful movie. And I think, you know, um through so much of the movie, that my one my one of my critiques is you just you don't know with Christopher Walken, you don't know if you're getting a good guy or a bad guy, no matter what the scene is. <laughs> like I didn't know, I know at any second if he was just going if he was just going to turn coat and be the bad guy because you you just stare into his face and you just can't tell. I know, especially you know? during all the the office politics stuff. Um, yes, where Lillian was so against any muddling, middling, muddling, meddling from the government stuff, and mm-hmm. she's like yelling, arguing with the boss, Uncle Ben, from the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Christopher Walken, he's just like fence sitting the whole time, like he doesn't really speak up in those. So you're like, I you know. don't know what he's thinking, really. Um, yeah, exactly. And turn, you know, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. That doesn't help his uh, his face. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess again that you know Lillian's death sort of like pushes him over. Be like, no, these mm-hmm. fucker, these fucktards need to pay, and <laughs> they're going to ruin this beautiful thing we created. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, great pick. Oh, yeah, and the ending. I mean, I gotta say, it's cheesy. It felt it. The ending, the spectacular ending where Christopher Walken is watching the tape. While his wife is like thinks he's dying, <laughs> watching yeah. the tape. Um, but he sees this amazing vision of uh, angels, like flying. Wow. What what Lillian probably saw is she flew into whatever Doug Trumbull like heaven this was. But he saw these beings, like hundreds of them, with these beautiful glowing wings, uh, just like descending into the circle. Or just you know, crazy. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And, and that movie, it, it, that part kind of, like, it, it got me, like, it, I got chills and stuff, and I, it, it did make me think, like, I don't want to take anything away from Trumbull. This is his baby. Uh, but I would have loved to seen, like, uh, Steven Spielberg's touch on this story, because I think he could have, like, really brought up that, you know, like, like the Close Encounters mm. ending, like, you know, just like, Really like upped that Spielberg Spielbergian kind of feeling, <laughs> right? Even that you know, I think Trumbull did it. I th- you know it it worked for me, but I, I yeah, I think uh, and and yeah. you know with Trumbull's also working with uh, you know after all that drama, he didn't he wasn't getting yeah. his full budget and stuff like that. So yeah, you know who knows what could have been, but yeah, I think you're right. Like this to just I think. I know where you're coming from with like, just to see his, a, a Spielberg interpretation of that vision. Yeah. I think I, I really like this movie, but it, it did it. All the effects were so beautiful, but I think what it was missing was sort of an, an artist's eye. Like I, mm-hmm. I wanted, I wanted like the shots to be more beautiful. And, you know, I think I, I think I, I felt like you could have added another aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In that way. But but yeah, it's 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 a cool movie, and it's kind of a, I think it's a hidden gem. Like I, I'd never heard of this. I know, yeah. And I guess it was just like a super flop. But I don't. I'm surprised this wasn't like. I'm surprised I never saw this on TV. Like it. Mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. like Agree. a. A fun Saturday night, Saturday afternoon movie they would have yeah. played on Fox or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to keep my eyes out for some sort of physical hashtag physical media. Oh yeah, what you know who knows. 
Who knows? Who knows? We could, yeah, we'll find out. I don't know how we'll find out. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, Natalie Wood. Oh, how about that poor kid? We didn't even touch on that weird part of the movie where Rusty gets ex- exposed to the, uh, what is it, yeah. the psychopath tape? <laughs> yeah. For one, where did that psychopath tape, is that the military creating that? And I think they, they must have created that, yeah. And but why? I mean, was that, he lobotomized after that? Like, is he And why, why did he, why did Christopher Walken hack in and watch the psych, the psycho tape? You know? Yeah, right. It didn't really make sense because he was just like, he was dead set on getting to the death tape, you know, that Lillian made. Mm-hmm. But for some reason he hacks in and he's like, oh, what's all this shit? I'm going to watch this insane tape. I know what this is going to do to me, but I'm going to hit play and then watch it for a few seconds and then put the headset down so my son can wander in and I know as <laughs> it's still playing it's just like uh, crazy yeah um but yeah it's a fun one do we have any uh, uh listener feedback in the old mailbag let's get to a listener feedback if you have a stamp of a stamp of approval for this movie send it our way at batandspiderpod at gmail.com or call the official Bat and Spider Hotline at 315-544-0966. Tim Hamilton. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Um, hey all, sorry if I was hard on Terminal Island with my jokes. Tom Selleck was a pretty good actor, actually, and so was the great Richard Stahl and, Richard, and Roger E. Mosley. I only now realize he was also in Magnum P.I., did you guys mention that and I missed it? No, I didn't watch this week's movie, but I'll be there for episode 100, even if you pick Howard the Duck. <laughs> enjoy, the sh- enjoy the show and the soap-sniffing Tim. Ah, Tim. Wow. Thanks, wow. pal. He doesn't like Howard the Duck? I, I mean, that, that statement was dripping with, yeah, like, even yeah. if you pick Howard the Duck because I hate it so much. I think that's a controversial statement in my head it is yeah i mean i'm going to tell you right now i love howard the duck but i won't pay howard the duck 4k prices like i don't love it that much <laughs> but it's a good movie uh next up is foxtrot bebop in bat and spider discord hey bat and spider chuck and dale is there any death in films slash movies that you'd want recorded with the brainstorm technology and experience <laughs> being john hurt in alien would be neat and kind of cool or shredder oh, wow. in the garbage truck a muffled yes. oops being the last thing you hear <laughs> through a storm of rat insults <laughs> uh thanks love you guys p.s dale please email the rest of the van story i'd love to hear the rest hashtag sniff the snow sniff the soap Foxtrot. Foxtrot. I don't know what you're talking about with this van story. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge. Um, gosh, that's a great question. Uh, uh, he did bring up the turtles, though, and we had a great time. I joined oh, yeah. in the Discord uh, this past Friday. We watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Um, it was fun. A bunch of us in there having a great time. That's a classic, classic movie. Um, yeah, and and th- I mean, thank God for our um, thank God for our parishioners because, geez, this was their idea. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, th- it was we amazing. Had nothing to do with it. It was beautiful. Yeah, 
I was, it was I was as, as excited as the next guy. I was like, wait, we're watching TMNT? Okay. I love it. Um, Dale, I thought of a great death um, that I think we would both be first in line for. <laughs> Just imagine you go to Universal Studios and it's sad. They, they don't have the shark there anymore. But you can be Quint and you can get eaten oh, by Jaws. Oh my God, that's a... <laughs> Good one. And die a manly death. <laughs> oh, God, that's good. Yeah, Chuck, that's good. Jeez. I think that's the ultimate, right? I mean. I know. There's probably some good ones, but dang, that's that's really good. I mean, I guess it would be fun to be like in a, in a slasher, you know, get killed by Michael Myers, you know. That'd be fun. Or would it? It wouldn't be fun. I mean, I guess that's I the know. It's, yeah, like fully knowing that, you know, you would feel everything that the person yeah. felt. and That's why I think Quint would be fun because it's like, it's such a, it's such a beautiful poetic death. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could, I, could, I, might, I might suffer through that one. <laughs> you go down fighting, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good one if you go down fighting. Oh, man. Yeah. Stabbing them with your knife. I know, just trying to get your, you know, just trying to pierce that skin. Oh, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know it's what like, it's like. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know what it's like. It's like stabbing a shark. Uh, next up is, uh. Yes, this is a call about not the bat and spider, but a call about. The Crypt Keeper's Coffin, mm. episode 89, where Mr. Chuck talks about my channel to watch the recent episode. And yes, I left links for my band, Shout, oh which my of God. course is oh an acronym that stands for Super Hyper Over Under Titties. This is a sexual maneuver in Eastern Europe, very common. And when your Mr. Chuck said it on your radio waves, I laughed. Ha, 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 ha. So thank you for checking out my channel. Be sure to smash that like button and subscribe to my channel. Visit my van camp. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Oh God. The lead singer from Shout, ladies and gentlemen. That's him. Making an appearance. We hope, I hope you didn't, I, it, oh, I guess he wasn't offended. I hope we did, did I hope we came off as genuinely loving his music because we, we sure do. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's part of my uh, rotation now. Yeah. Regular rotation. Yeah. It's, it's no jape. We love <laughs> Shout. I love that word, Jape. I love it so much. <laughs> One last voicemail from Unknown Caller. Okay. Excited? Yeah, unknown. I hate it already. Can you hear this? Barely. Can you hear it? No. Speaking of japes, I think we got another jape coming in. <laughs> Unknown caller, huh? Mm-hmm. Google Voice, just help me fucking 
I'm not, I'm sorry for cursing. That's it. That's how it ends. If um, if anybody's curious, I took most of that. Um, I took most of that audio and skipped right over it because the cacophony <laughs> of 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 nightmare in our ears is um, uh, is not show material. Mm. So th- yeah, this is this is a song by a band was not was. It sounds like um, <laughs> like they. It it sounds like the music was being played through like a little tiny Bluetooth speaker, and that and whoever called us swallowed yeah. the Bluetooth speaker and then jammed their um, smartphone close to their rear end and just and <laughs> that we listened to whatever whatever the product of that was. Yeah, or it was just a butt dial, and they're, while they're on YouTube, you know. mm Hmm. I'm sickened um, by the whole experience. Yeah, I don't know. I whatever it did whatever their intent was, I'm sure it was to annoy us and sicken us, and they they got what they wanted. It so worked. Congratulations. It worked to whoever that was. Um, it worked. You got us. Um, and uh, that's it for this week in terms of uh, you know what? Yeah. Uns- well, not we didn't make it through unscathed, but right. Here we are. But normally we, we are. don't anyway, so. Yeah. Dale, next week, uh, episode 99, what are we watching? <sighs> episode 99, Jesus, Chuck. The wind-up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's just another just another week in the, in the mill, right? It's just another week in the grind, Chuck. It's not like it's um, episode 100. So I don't want to, no. you know, uh, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up or set expectations. But in 1994, a movie came out that I haven't watched since 1994. So I don't, I, I don't remember anything about this movie. Okay. But... I can remember feeling alive at the prospect of uh, Chuck. I know both you and I oh. have an affinity for this type of video game. Uh, the The movie Double Dragon premiered. Oh my gosh! I haven't thought of that in so long. Scott Wolf, Mark DeCascos, which uh, <sighs> wow! Oh, from uh, was that the Iron Chef? Iron Chef. Wow. We saw him in something else, right? Yeah, we, we did. Watched. He was, uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but goddamn, I'm looking at this cast list, and I had no idea it was so packed. Wow, this is insane. Robert Patrick Dale is in this movie. Yeah. He plays Congo Shuko. I don't remember which sprite Filter's that was. brother. Filter's brother, Robert Patrick. <laughs> Filter's brother? <laughs> Andy Dick is in this movie. Oh my god! Wow. It, it says he plays himself. How is that? What? How does he fit into a uh, Double Dragon movie? That's amazing. Vanna White Dale is in this. 
as herself. As herself. Uh, oh, man. What's that show? What was that game show? Uh, the, that game the Wheel of, was Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. God, it's still in the air. Yeah, it is. Never die. I'm hyped. Yo, it's I'm actually excited. Real. I never, I, I never saw this back in the day. So, man, I don't remember anything from this movie. I just, I know I saw it. <laughs> I don't remember anything about this movie. This is a nice, this is a nice, fun, light pick before we uh, go into episode 100. Low pressure. Right. Low pressure. Um, just presh. like episode 100 is going to be. Exactly. Yeah. By the don't way, look, everyone, guys, look, come on, don't, don't expect anything great out of us. You know us. Come I on. know. Um, episode 100 will be what it is. Right. So let's just get that out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> just eat your double dragon. We still have day jobs. We yeah. still have low energy. Yeah. <laughs> low energy. <laughs> Main thing. Main takeaways. Uh, it's it's twelve forty. Dale's on vacation. Come on, and I got to work. What do you want morning. from us? Yeah. Um. Good pick, Dale. Let's uh let's wrap it up so we save our energy for episode ninety nine. Double Dragon. Mm. God. It's Double Dragon. Fun. Two of them. Two of us. Chuck. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. History was yeah. written by the. Uh, history is written. Written by the dragons in our pants. <laughs> by the doubles. By the double dragon. Yeah. Um, and that's episode ninety-eight. Until until next week, my friend. Yeah. Till then. Um. Enjoy that salty air. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy the enjoy mountainous, it. mountainous fresh air up your oh, way. I will. I will. Ninety-eight. Love, love you. theme song was created by toby forsman of whipsong music find out more at whipsongmusic.com this 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 is a tape deck podcast